everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. <laughs> How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Seriously? Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 219th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we've got a lot of stuff to discuss via the news from Colin Trevorrow's Twitter, Jurassic World Live Tour, Jack Horner, and Dr. Wu. Uh, it's just, it's that season, folks. You know, Jurassic World 3 is is uh, going to start production and news is going to be flying in, so buckle up. We've got a lot to talk about. And after that, we are back with your letters and your calls for the Jurassic Mailbag for February, Jennifer Evans once again joins me to sift through the mailbag to get to the bottom of all of your thoughts and concerns. And you guys had a, quite a few of them, so I'm excited for you to hear them all today. But just in case you want to be a part of the next mailbag, you can call our voicemail line at 732 825 7763. You can, of course, email us some audio files or your questions to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com, or you could head right to our website and check out our contact page over on JurassicParkPodcast.com to fill out that contact form and send us a message. So even though you haven't heard this month's episode just yet, we are already collecting questions for the next mailbag. But before we get started here, I'd like to take care of some business. As always, let's start over on the website. Uh, last week, James Ronan uh, kind of uh, caused a stir over on the internet. I don't know if you guys saw. And this is something we're going to be talking about in the news because I didn't get a chance to cover it last week because I was away. So um, uh, James Ronan kind of stirred some controversies with the title for Jurassic World 3. And uh, he wrote all about what happened over on the website. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. But uh, go check out that piece. It was a nice one. He collected some tweets from people around the community and some thoughts from himself and some other updates, too. So uh, we also put out a uh, an article about Jurassic World Live Tour and the 2020 dates that are on sale. So go check that. And uh, this week, who knows? We're going to take it as it comes in. Maybe there'll be some news. Maybe there won't be. But uh, anyway, go to JurassicParkPodcast.com and find all of your podcast needs, I guess. But <laughs> let's move over to YouTube. And uh, last week, we uh, uploaded a video from Colin Trevorrow and Frank Marshall uh, and their thoughts on Jurassic World Live Tour. So we've been working hand-in-hand with the people uh, at the Live Tour, so Feld Entertainment, and they sent over these videos for us to share with you guys. So Colin basically talks about, like, the impact that uh, the franchise and this show could have, and Frank talks about working with Feld Entertainment and bringing this thing to life. Uh, So 
check out those two videos. We also did a live stream on Wednesday all about this whole title thing for Jurassic World th uh, 3. So go check that video out. That was a, bi uh, a pretty big one, a fun one I had uh, this past Wednesday night. So we do these live streams, uh, if you aren't aware, every Wednesday night around 9 p.m., 9.30, somewhere 10, uh, maybe 10.30, I don't know, somewhere in that range. <laughs> Whenever I can get to them, guys. Um, but you know what? I was feeling... Uh, I was feeling excited about Jurassic, and I was uh, available for a few hours on Friday as well. And you know what? I, I wanted to do another live stream. So I did another live stream, and uh, this was a fun one because I, I had no topics, no ideas. I just went out there. I just started up YouTube and just started live streaming, and I said, what do you guys want to talk about? And then, uh, you know, since it was a little bit earlier, there was a lot more people in there from, like, uh, across the pond in the UK and whatnot, and uh, Tom Fishenden was in there, and he said, you know what, I'm going to joke around, I'm going to call you, and uh, we set it up, we made it happen, uh, made, made it happen, and uh, Tom called in, and then uh, some news broke, uh, which we'll also talk about in the news section as well, so uh, Colin Trevorrow tweeted out a cool, cool video uh, pertaining to Jurassic World 3 so it just so happened that we were live streaming I swear no no insight here I didn't know anything didn't know this was posting guys but uh but we just just so happened to be ready to live stream about it and talk and then my buddy from the force cast Ryan Donahoe joined us for uh, a little bit as well to talk about just the future of Jurassic Jurassic World 3 the animatronic all that good stuff and uh we had just a blast I probably only wanted to go for like 30 40 minutes on that live stream but uh, we went overboard, and we probably went for like two hours. So <laughs> go enjoy that one. That one was really, really fun. Uh, this week, we have... Uh, I believe a construction report for Universal Orlando. Uh, their uh, Islands of Adventure Park is undergoing, as you know, uh, a big uh, construction thing right now for the new roller coaster that's coming. So go check out uh, all the angles that we shot, and uh, we took uh, pictures and videos of all the uh, the walls and uh, all the cranes and all this stuff that's going on over there. There's a lot, uh, and of course, this coming Wednesday night, nine nine thirty ten somewhere in that range <laughs> we'll be live streaming again for another let's talk jurassic and uh as long as things don't go out of hand here in this coming week we're going to be talking about universal beijing and what they have coming for jurassic world uh we have talked about it a bit in the past but some more stuff has come out we're going to show that off and uh talk about it then and then on friday we do have another jurassic world evolution video return to jurassic park from steve over at jurassic unicast and of course contributor here for jurassic pop quiz and uh he recorded mission six of return to jurassic park so go check out that video but that's a lot of stuff i've already said so many words but why don't we get this episode kicked off with a bit of jurassic news from around the world Eighteen minutes and your company catches up on ten years of research. Access main program. Access main security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head being right all the time. It's day. I guarantee it. All right, so first off here in the news, I did want to discuss something that I didn't get the opportunity to last week, uh, and that is the uh, uh, supposed confirmation of the Jurassic World 3 title. Now, I know a lot of websites and articles have been running with a confirmation of the title, but that's not the case. As you know, uh, and I mentioned it earlier, James Ronan, one of our contributors here who writes for our website, he um, put out a tweet. 
and just wanted to know what uh, community members were thinking about the Jurassic World 3 title. And of course, it started to get a little out of hand, of course, uh, as the Jurassic fandom tends to do. We shared it around, it started to get a little hyped up, and then Colin Trevorrow uh, comes in and starts uh, commenting on a lot of posts as well, liking some stuff, getting people really curious about the title, and uh, saying he's having fun with the whole thing. And of course, he does mention that uh, somebody got the title right in the Twitter thread. So, of course, we analyzed the entire thing, um, and we will be talking about it in the uh, Jurassic Mailbag as well. So we got you covered there, too. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. He went out there and confirmed that somebody got the title right. So scour that thread. Go look at that article on our website to see what James was uh, referring to there, and uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. He also did uh, confirm that Extinction is crossed off the list, so we don't have to worry about that one. No Jurassic World 3 Extinction title coming our way anytime soon. So it's pretty cool. So go to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. Check out the article from James Ronan if you want to learn a little bit more. Next up here in the news, Colin is just out there teasing us all with all this information about the title. And now he put out a tweet about uh, our video with an animatronic in it. So this is the second tweet that he's put out there with a video of an animatronic. And this one was a little bit more juicy than the last one. Now, the last one, we didn't really know what it was, uh, what it was supposed to be, what kind of dinosaur it is. We just know that it looks something like a herbivore or... It could be a Microceratosaurus or a Pachycephalosaurus. We don't know. But he went ahead and released a new animatronic this past week, which uh, really seems to be a baby Nasutoceratops. So as I mentioned earlier, we were live streaming when this tweet broke. He uh, tweeted out next steps. So I don't know what that means particularly, but... In this video, it's a very, it's like four seconds long, very short video. Already has, at this point in time, 367,000 views. And it's a quick video of a baby, what seems to be Nasutoceratops, in a cage, uh, a partial cage, kind of wire tied together. But uh, they're moving it around. It might be uh, more so a puppet than an animatronic, but uh, it's very, very cool looking and uh, very exciting to see the uh, production in full force here and stuff like this coming out from that pre-production it's so so cool it looks beautiful and there's subtle cues in this thing that let lead you to believe that it is at least uh, a baby nasutoceratops it could either be the one that we did see in a battle at big rock or it could be Maybe it's another one. I don't know. Maybe they had another baby or or something. I don't know. Or maybe some other company made one. I have no clue. But uh, there's subtle cues in the frill of this thing and the beak and the, the head that really indicate that this is a baby Nasutoceratops versus uh, a baby Triceratops. So it's very cool. Also in the background of this shot is a, a tail of some sort on some sort of armature that looks to be uh, standing on a like a... A track that kind of ro- roams around the room so there's like this track that kind of goes around the room there and on that track is this pedestal with a, a tail on it so I don't know what that's about but uh, 
it's very interesting to say the least. And there is some other stuff. If you look very carefully in the background, there's some other models going on there. Maybe some artwork on the wall. Some some really cool stuff. But this is a great video. Super excited to see the production going like this. And uh, this is awesome. I am so, so excited. But like I said, if you want to learn more about it and hear more about our insights, go check out that live stream from this past Friday all about this animatronic. <laughs> Next up here, I did want to talk about Jurassic World Live Tour from Feld Entertainment. So, like I said earlier, we've been working hand-in-hand with Feld Entertainment to bring you guys some fun stuff. And this time around, we're bringing you the pre-sale code for Jurassic World Live Tour and the uh, upcoming 2020 dates that were recently revealed. So these dates go from May 21st all the way to November 22nd. uh, From anywhere from, uh, let's see, Vancouver to... uh, Oregon, uh, California, you got Los Angeles, Anaheim, you got Dallas, Texas, uh, a lot of dates in Texas and California, uh, Toronto, uh, Ottawa. So there's there's a big range of dates here, Hartford, Connecticut, and then back to Pennsylvania, even New Hampshire there mixed in. So there's a lot of dates, and the pre-sale is on currently, if you're listening to this, uh, before February 4th, which is a Tuesday, um, that's when they go on sale for the general public. Now, if you go ahead and use the code LIVE20, that's L-I-V-E, all capitals, followed by 20, uh, you'll go ahead and get get into that pre-sale so you can get your tickets a little bit before uh, the general public there. So go ahead, get those dates. This is for Canada, the West Coast, and uh, more and more stops around the country. And, of course, head to our website to find out all about that pre-sale code. Also, you can find the links to buy your tickets it's really, really exciting, and uh, we also have those videos from Colin and Frank Marshall on our website as well. So to be a preferred customer and gain early access to the seats, go check out the link in our show notes. <laughs> Next up here in the news, we have some information regarding Jack Horner, who has been the paleontology consultant on all the Jurassic films so far. Uh, now this is pretty interesting. In that giant thread with Colin Trevorrow and the title for Jurassic World 3... Not confirmed. Uh, he, Jack Horner was asked by James Ronan again. So James is killing it over on Twitter and, of course, writing for our website as well. Uh, he asked, uh, can I ask how many paleontologists are consulting on the dinosaurs on the new film? Is Dusty Dino returning to consult? Now, at, Dust, at Dusty Dino on Twitter is Jack Horner, who uh, has, like I said, has been involved in all of the films so far. He's in the credits uh, for all these films. And he responded to the tweet saying nope i am not which is pretty pretty interesting now somebody else followed up uh to uh the tweet and asked uh, if if he knows who's taken over that position that was sounder 1995 over on twitter and uh jack followed up with that one and says i don't know so we're in a weird spot right here we don't know who the paleontology consultant is just yet no confirmation officially so it's very strange very strange times right now i don't know why he's not involved um you would think with this movie uh, and and of course colin trevorrow talking about how the dinosaurs may be more natural this time around with no hybrids in this film it's weird to not have jack horner around to be the guide for the uh, designers in this movie the people the artists who are are creating these dinosaurs whatever they may be whether they're the same dinosaurs we know and love or new ones or returning ones from the past i don't know but i am excited 
to find out what they are, but I'm just a little curious because I don't know why Jack is not involved. So it's very, very interesting. Uh, not not concerning too much because I'm sure there is, you know, more paleontologists out there who have uh, great credit as well. So um, I am just very excited to see who is going to be involved in this movie and uh, find out maybe some details about why this happened. I don't know. But if you want to see those tweets and learn a little bit more, head to the link in our show notes. <laughs> So lastly, here in the news, I wanted to talk about B.D. Wong, who was recently on the Watch Less podcast, and he was talking all about his current career with uh, work that he's doing and, and, of course, his past career as well. He talked about Jurassic Park and, of course, a little bit about Jurassic World 3. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, I was surprised to hear him talk about Jurassic World 3. We haven't uh, gotten too much in the way of official confirmations. Of course, B.D. Wong has certainly talked about it before and uh, made little comments here and there online, but it's nice to, to at least hear him talk about this movie in full here. So let me follow you guys up here with a little bit of information that he talked about in this podcast. So he uh, he was talking about Colin and how he feels that Colin is really going to give Dr. Wu a good send-off. Now... That's pretty interesting. Uh, he's, he mentioned that Colin is going to give him a good send-off. What does that mean? Uh, I don't think he even knows. He, he did mention that he doesn't really know what that means specifically, whether it's a death, a triumph, a comeuppance, or just being right about things. Uh, so there's certainly a lot of options there. I don't know if he was trying to backpedal at all after saying it was a good send-off. But uh, he at least did mention that it could be any of those, a death, a triumph, a a comeuppance, or uh, just being right about things. So very, very interesting to learn that uh, Dr. Wu could have a good send-off here. Is this the last time that we're going to see Dr. Wu? I know we have all speculated on this podcast that it seems to be about time uh, to to give this character a good send-off. And I give uh, quite uh, a report here in um, the the Jurassic Mailbag about what I hope to see in this movie. So there's actually some really, really good tidbits that I think I came up with. Not not to brag here, but I think I came up with a good idea for you guys. So go check that one out. Uh, He also does say that Colin is very fond of the character and where he has put this character in the franchise. So that's that's pretty nice to know. Um, I hope that means there's a bit more involvement this time around. Of course, I've loved everything he's done in Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom, but uh, if they added like just a little bit more of him to make him more of a central character in this movie, and, and it, of course, if this is a good send-off, we need a little bit more time with this character. And he did also mention that he is shooting Jurassic World 3 this spring so um, I am very excited to learn just a tidbit and this is this is what is so great about pre-production and production for any movie really but you get to learn these little tidbits as people are talking about their excitement talking about their characters the the process and you get to see behind the scenes tweets and videos and whatnot you start to piece this whole puzzle together and then it becomes this larger movie So by the time Jurassic World 3 rolls around, hopefully we don't know too much, but we know just enough to keep us excited. And uh, I am very, very excited. So I will go ahead and leave a link for the Watch Less podcast in our show notes if you want to go and listen to him talk about Jurassic World 3. Oh, there it is. There it is. Jurassic Mailbag. 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 
Jurassic mailbag never fails. It makes me wag my dino tails and grab and jam your Jurassic mail. It's Jurassic Mailbag with Brad Jost and Jennifer Tarek. Welcome back, everybody, to the Jurassic Mailbag for the best month ever, the month of February. <laughs> the best month for the mailbag. <laughs> what is this title? How do we say it? I don't know. I say February. Is that right? No one knows. February. 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 <laughs> you know, I can't. I think that was honestly two years ago when we was it two uh, when we oh. actually like figured that out or it could have been longer I don't even I know mean, but I was literally just gonna say this this has been everyone has been waiting a whole year for February to come back around mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my goodness was it more than one year ago what did this February start years ago has time uh, yeah. just collapsed upon itself it's it, it was a thing that I think we came up with years ago at this point what? and now it's a skit that we stick with every every February. And you know, here we whatever, are. I mean, fe- this is February. what this is what people look forward to the the pronunciation uh-huh. or pronunciation not pronunciation pronunciation <laughs> February February yeah February February um, is this is leap year this month? I don't even know it what is. leap year is. It is, is leap year. What does that mean? Is it short or long? It's Tell me long. The, it's long. So if you're born on the 29th of this month you basically have a birthday every four years okay all right i got (laughs) it i mean all i know about about leap year is the movie and it takes place in ireland and i watched it in ireland so that's about it (laughs) do you know a little tip little tip to remember leap year it's every presidential election is leap year okay there you go there it is there's your history lesson for the, <laughs> for the podcast for the month. February, guys. We got some stuff here. And Jen, hey, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good this February and leap year and Valentine's Day month and Ooh, yeah. short month and all of that. Yeah, you got any good plans for uh, for Valentine's Day? Anything good happening? I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> I don't even know what day of the week it is. I mean, I know it's what the day 14th, is it right now? I'm not, I'm not that bad. I don't know. Yeah, it's we got some I don't time. Know. We got some time. Have, to make some plans. I'm not sure. It's a. I don't. I think it's a Friday. Well, that works. I guess. Do you have any plans? Any exciting oh, thing? No, we don't do anything <laughs> ever on on Val. What is it? Yeah. What did I say? Valentine's Day? Is that what it is? Uh, see, I don't even know what it's called at this the point. February holiday with the hearts on it. Uh huh. That heart one. Yeah. Uh huh. Supposed to get chocolate, I guess, and things. Yeah, there's like little dinosaur uh, cards that you can, like Jurassic World Valentine's Day cards. You can get those. You can pass them out to all the kids at school, or or, or just like adults because I've done that or adults. before. Just random adults that you come across. Just say here, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's your lollipop and card. I have that done has that. Blue on it, you know. So not 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 strangers, but I have gotten <laughs> Jurassic World Valentines and given them out to people that I know. That's okay. Happened. Well, I've gotten them, but I didn't give them out. I actually uh-huh. no. You know what? I think I gave them to Lincoln to give out at school. That's legit. <laughs> I would like given them out to a bunch of like one year olds or something last year. Like here's your <laughs> T Rex and and Velociraptor Blue valentine's day cards 
So you could you, you were still at that age where you could choose what Valentine's Day cards he gives away. You have control yeah. still. Uh, this year I probably won't. That's that's no. yeah, that's not going to happen. He's going to be like, I want to give out Paw Patrols or something. Oh, everyone loves Paw Patrols. My younger cousins, like I bought Christmas stuff for them. That's all they wanted. They wanted Paw mm-hmm. Patrol everything, and I don't even know what that is. Paw Patrol or PJ Masks or uh, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I totally heard TJ Masks. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't even say PJ Masks, so he always says TJ. TJ Ma- Masks. I okay, think, so I don't know what it TJ. is, but I'm 100 percent sure the creator thought of TJ Maxx <laughs> and just like was drunk and said it wrong. Oh, and totally! Show. It's just a bunch of toddlers in PJs, and they're superheroes. So somebody was drunk when they made it. I think. And TJ Maxx sells PJs. So. They definitely do sell PJs. So that is a nice tie. I wonder if there's any. Like sponsorship in the middle of the episode that I, I've missed. I'll have to go back and watch. I hope so. I hope it's a whole <laughs> thing. I hope there's like a Wikipedia page on how TJ Maxx is connected. There has to be. I ha- we we should definitely check. And surprisingly, this is not the aftercast. This is the <laughs> this podcast. This is the precast. Is- <laughs> so you can just like run now. <laughs> no, this is this is not even the precast. This is because we already did that. That already happened. And we just talked about Disney for a long time. <laughs> this is the I'm not sure what this is. This is just the cast. Yeah, this is it, guys. This is what you get. This is <laughs> this what is you what signed you came up for. for. Yep. This is what you downloaded this episode for. So here it is. Here is the content you asked for. Well, and, it uh, is the yeah. month of February, so it should be off the rails. You never know what start. you're gonna get. No. Never, especially in February. It's like especially. Yeah. Especially. Um, all right. So a lot of stuff – I feel like a lot of stuff has happened over the past month. There's been like a, a bunch of developments and a lot of conversation in the community. I feel like with the production ramping up pretty soon here, it's like, oh, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. And we have a lot to talk about. And Colin's been fa- like fairly vocal and, and stuff online. So uh, it's exciting time and I think a lot of people will probably have some questions. So – what do you say we kick it off here with an email? Let's kick it off. So, <laughs> I thought you were going to be cool and just end it with kick it. And then, and then I am you... not cool. Come on now. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> All right. So, let's kick it right here with Veronica. And uh, yeah, this is our buddy Veronica. And she says, Hi, Brad and Jen. Firstly, I'd like to wish you I both. I thought this was a voicemail. <laughs> Did I say voicemail? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I thought this was a voicemail. And then <laughs> and I thought you were gonna say and and she says and then you're gonna play the voicemail. Hey guys, her voice. You want me to do it in her voice? I mean, I, I that would not work out very well. But um. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> she says. Uh. Anyway, she says hi, Brad and Jen. Firstly, I'd like to wish you both a happy New Year, although a little late. Hope you guys are doing well in 2020. Doing all right. I'm here. Uh, Still not. <laughs> Going a little crazy this month, but okay. Um, Anywho, she says, I came across a couple articles about James Ronan's tweet about the possible title for the next installment. Uh, I read that someone from our JP community got the title right. Like even Colin uh, Trevorrow uh, confirmed it was right. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I know he didn't reveal the title yet. 
but it got me wondering what the title is now that we have to wait until 2021. The article also displayed 27 possible titles for the upcoming movie. Uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts on which title you think the fan got right. Also, here's a list of the uh, possible titles if you haven't seen them yet, of course. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, here's here's the titles that she wrote out. Or I guess this is from the article, maybe. Uh, the Jurassic World. The Jurassic Park of Jurassic World. Who wrote that? <laughs> what, who wrote that? Come on. The Jurassic Park of Jurassic World. Uh, survive. <laughs> it's probably like Tom. Let's be honest. Um <laughs> survival i'm just thinking of the um the uh, abbreviation like T oh no J P O J W. That's like when you're talking That's about bad <laughs> uh next one survival clash of the clash of worlds illusion of control new era slash a new era dawn of a new era rise of a new era rise of the new kingdom Edge of Chaos, Chaos Effect, When Dinosaurs Ruled the Earth, Reverie, War for the Planet, Ancient Futures, uh, Jurassic World 3, Long Live the Dinosaurs, Clash of Worlds, Jurassic World 3, Rex in the City, uh, Jurassic World 3, Illusion of Control, Extinction, New King, The Return of the King, Dinotopia, you asked for it, humans, apparently. You asked for it, humans. Uh, that's a, that's the title, I guess. Jurassic World huh? 3, When Worlds Collide, Coexistence, and the last one here, This Series Needs a Throw in the Towel. Mm, um, I saw that one on Twitter, and uh, I was like, yeah. oh, go home. Uh, if, if Star Wars can have 8,000 movies in like a month, we can get like two in 20 years sure uh, yeah and and my title is is missing from here which was a wild earth um i thought that was pretty fun did you have any uh guesses before the uh conversation started really um i mean i liked the survival one i guess extinction was popular i don't know if you mentioned that one but mm-hmm. extinction was a popular one and i liked i liked survival a lot um, but I know the new era one has taken off. And I, whenever me and Josh got married, Colin responded to one of the tweets, um, like, congratulations, a new era. And so now we're in this thing of, I don't know if I like a new a, the new era the best of titles, but just for that factor, like, just if he would have slipped that in, like, six, seven months ago, sure. um, un, like, unknowingly to us in the fandom, just sprinkle that in like like a wink um that would be cool so if if it's a new era or just new era um for that reason i think that's what we kind of are leaning towards and want but for title wise i think i like survival or extinction best Hmm. depending on what happens like if everyone dies extinction if everyone lives (laughs) survival so i like those two let me finish off the email here. It says, not going to lie, though, a couple of these titles made me laugh, especially number 27, which was the throw in the towel thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, get out of here with that mess. Jurassic World forever. Uh, LOL, my guess is either Dawn of an, of the New Era or Chaos Effect. What do you guys think it is? I'll look forward to hearing y'all's guess on the episode. Next time, I'll call in. Have a good weekend. Sincerely, your favorite – did I say that word right? Sincerely, your favorite diehard podcast fan, Veronica. Um so yeah, uh, let's go back to those titles again. 
Um, you mentioned New Era, and you also mentioned uh, Extinction. Now, Extinction yeah. has been crossed off the list. Colin confirmed that that is not the title. So, so, so nobody so – we know that, that they survive, not extinct. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah. Not, but. So that's – that. I think that's a big deal because Extinction has been one of those titles that has just been – Floating around forever, um, it kind of ha- it has ties to Jurassic Park three. Um, that was like a, a potential title for that movie, but uh, obviously they opted to go with just Jurassic Park three for some odd reason, and uh, it's it's floated around ever since. And now we can definitely cross that off the list. Here, it's not extinction. He he said, "Nope, that's not it," or something like that. I forget. Um, but uh, yeah, the whole new era thing. That new era thing was kind of crazy. The fact that, like, if you if you throw it back all the way to Fallen Kingdom, and and um, Ian Malcolm says uh, something like, "This is a new era. Welcome to Jurassic World," or "We're in a new era. Welcome to Jurassic World." I forget exactly what the wording is, but he says, "New era. Welcome to Jurassic World," and uh, that's so that's pretty interesting right there alone. And then the fact that Colin. Sp- potentially sprinkle that in on Tom's post to you and Josh. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting that he, he, he just said new era. Uh, that's awesome. And then that somebody, he said somebody got it right in this thread. Now a bunch of people wrote new, something uh, related to new era. So I'm kind of analyzing like this. It did it. Somebody get it right as in one person or, I don't know. Like that's, that, I think that's an interesting way to look at it, at least. Maybe it could be a different title because a lot of people wrote New Era, so maybe somebody who only wrote, you know, maybe one of these titles once, is the actual title. But I think all the evidence points to New Era. Um, I don't know, and I, I think it's. I honestly, I think it's probably the best one of that grouping. Outside of my the one that I chose, which was Wild Earth Guys, I think that's pretty darn good. But uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> See, my only problem, I guess, with New Era is whenever I hear it as maybe a general fan or someone who doesn't know, it almost sounds like it's the beginning of a new trilogy. And something like Extinction or something is like the closing of a trilogy. But if I hear Jurassic World New Era, I'm like, oh, is this a whole new invention of it? Is this a whole new cast? Is it, I don't know. It just seems like it's a a new era, you know, like a new era of the films. And I don't know if that's a good title for the the round out of the three of the trilogy. That's my only concern with it, I guess. Well, maybe we have to be less conventional here and, and think about maybe what he's doing in the long run. Um, we we have evidence and, and suspicions that this is not the end, right? That there will be much more to come. Um, so maybe we got to look past trilogies with this, with this franchise. Maybe it's, you know, it's not about trilogies and it's about just continuations. And we just have movie after movie after movie and not necessarily, well, you have the first trilogy, you have the second trilogy, and maybe the third trilogy. Um, I mean, if you look at the first trilogy in quotes, it's it's very loosely like a trilogy, right? I mean, it's it's three separate stories tied with certain characters, but not really much else is tying those movies together. Um, it's not like these these three so far, which will be fully tied together, right? So... 
maybe it's not a trilogy. Maybe it's just an ongoing series. So maybe maybe we need to look past that. And this is kind of a new era for storytelling in a way. Well, I guess I guess you said it there with the characters, though, because I, I don't know if these characters will come back. I mean, the story will probably continue past this movie, but in a trilogy sense, as far as these characters go, that might be it. They might just be in these three. It's very hard to say. I mean, when you have series like um, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe where Chris Pratt is coming back for, you know, three Guardians and uh, what, like two uh, Avengers movies and maybe more in the future and who knows what else. Like, you know, you don't really have to be tied down to all that much. And maybe they're taking that approach where it doesn't need to be like there's no there's separate trilogies in there, but it's also just kind of one cohesive thing. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like you'd be like three and done with a lot of these characters but um, I don't know. Maybe that's not the case. And then you also do have to think about the the two new characters that have been introduced with the actors Mamudo Afi and Dewanda Wise. Like maybe that is the new era for this franchise. Maybe they're the ones that we're going to follow along with. Or maybe the people from Battle at Big Rock. Um, we don't really know what's going to happen. So, And I think in terms of dinosaurs being released out into the wild – uh, that's kind of like a new era for for the world. It's something different, new. Um, so I really feel like it has a lot of ties to what it could be this film and, and that title. Um, but whether it's new era, a new era, the new era, dawn of a new era, rise of a new era, I I, I mean I don't know. It could be any of those. But I hope it's nothing that's too buzzy buzzwordy like. I know a lot of people like Edge of Chaos, but I feel like that's too too like I don't know. It's just too much. I feel like it doesn't sound like a a Jurassic title. It just sounds like some random movie that has its subtitle Edge of Chaos. You know, yeah, or like a video game or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, a lot of people have pointed out Survival kind of sounds more like a video game title than anything else. Um, Clash of Worlds. It just that doesn't really sound. I don't know. Uh, no offense to anybody who wrote these, by the way. Um, I think we could all rip apart each other's titles, but like mm-hmm. just crossing them off the list. Ancient Futures is definitely not going to be it. Uh, that was like the working title for the last movie. Um, but uh, yeah, and some of these funny ones, Rex in the City, the series needs to throw in the towel. Um, I'm sure it's going to be that one of those for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing with this um, new era, I guess – the thing that kind of makes me sad if that is the title is that it's already like established in a lot of people's minds that it is the title. And I think a lot of people might even who aren't fully invested in the fandom and news, they just kind of hear things sporadically. I think they might be con- in their mind confirmed that that's the title because so many people have been talking about it. And so if it's announced as the title, I feel bad for the like Colin and people like that where I guess people guessed it and it's like, crap, we have no announcement now because everyone's gonna be like, yeah, we totally knew that. Like, so what now? What? Like now what's the news and announcement of a title should have been big news. So in that aspect, I feel kind of bad if it is new era and we all guessed it and it's just old news already in a sense. So, I mean, the title's fine. It makes sense for the story and all of that, but the way I'm looking at it is just so like, not probably the way I should be, but just as, um, a factor of oh, it's it's hyped 
early, kind of. It like peaked already, yeah. and then everyone's going to be like, "Meh, we know." Yeah, so I if kind of, it, I kind of feel bad if the cat's out of the bag in that way. Yeah, I mean, if the movie, uh, you know, follows the same trajectory and and delivers the title in this this coming June, uh, which Fallen Kingdom did the same thing the June prior to the movie's release. Um, yeah, if it did eventually come out to be New Era, it'd be like, oh. Yeah, there it is. It's right. You know, that's what we all thought. Um, so, I mean, it would be a nice uh, reveal, at least. But I, it, the surprise would be lacking for sure. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, oh, my God. It wouldn't have that impact. It would just be like, yeah, there it is. We knew. Or we kind of figured, you know. Yeah, like Colin, whenever he tweeted that saying, one of you got it, like probably in his mind, he never thought if if it is New Era – that it would catch on like that as oh that's the one now he if it is he might be like oh crap like i'd never would have thought they would have grabbed on that one out of all of them but yeah i don't know because no one knew fallen kingdom i mean who in the world <laughs> would have guessed <laughs> fallen kingdom so that was no. a total like left field and kind of fun when it's left field so i just hope it's not spoiled for for them because i'm sure colin took time to think of the title and they yeah worked it and all of that and it's like to for it to be already out prematurely i just feel bad for the creative folks but sure well he knows that we're all fairly clever in this community and we can figure out things pretty quickly so i I, you know i have a hard time believing that it was like a mistake or he didn't think people would guess it um but i really hope it's just that we're all looking in the wrong direction or something like that you know maybe Maybe we're just all way off. But um, yeah, I, I do kind of – I get what you're saying about feeling bad for like the the reveal and all that stuff. I definitely think it will lose a, a notch. But I think what we what we can look forward to if it is New Era is the fact that like it will come with a poster and, and maybe some other material that we get to see. But like we'll get to see that poster, get to see what New Era means for Jurassic in a way like – and and I've been saying if it is new era, I really want to see like the rebirth of, uh, you know, because like the last logo was very cracked and very, um, you know, torn apart by the lava and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So I'd like to see some like a rebirth from that death in a way. It's like kind of you know coming back out of the ground is is flowers and gr- grass and plants and all this stuff. I would like to see that kind of shining through this logo somehow. Um, I think it would make sense with new era. That's kind of what I just thought, too, when you were explaining a logo and I was thinking of what would I do with this. Yeah, you're right. Like, I was thinking of grass and and regrowth. Like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought, too. Yeah. And it, the interesting thing that you said about um, people, you feel bad for, like, the people who are just saying that the, the title is New Era. Um, it, it's not It's not their faults because there was a bunch of articles that I saw that were like, it's confirmed. This yeah, is that's the title. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's bad. Like, yeah. I don't know what's up with the people who wrote those articles, but that's not good. Don't do that. Like, nobody confirmed anything. Colin confirmed that the t- somebody mentioned the title, but not what the title is. So let's take a step yeah. back. Let it let it happen naturally. It's fun to debate and think about what it could be based off of these titles. But um yeah, maybe maybe Colin saw something in the replies that none of us actually saw that uh, you know didn't come through our direction or something because when I go back and look, I'm not even seeing all of these titles. There's it, some of them are kind of like 
I don't know where they're just hidden in there, like, and I can't find them all. So you know, maybe it was a, a lot retweet. of replies in there. Yeah, maybe it was a retweet of somebody else's tweet or something like that. And and a lot of times you don't get to see all the retweets. So um, who knows? Yeah. It could it could have been something that we didn't even see at all. But you know, when you were using the context clues and a lot of stuff like that, New Era seems to make the most sense. Uh, while not being confirmed. But um, yeah, either way, I think it's it's an exciting time. And this is the, the, what I was talking about in the beginning. It's like there's so much excitement right now for the next movie and the conversation has really picked up and it's been fun. Like this title thing has been a lot of fun for for the fans. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the title and you say June, June's still a ways off, but yet they're going to probably start filming next month. So that's more immediate than the title announcement is. So that's actually really, that's coming up quickly. Yeah. And I mean, they did that. They did that for fallen kingdom started around the same time and, and, you know, didn't have any title up until June, but like, this makes me think, you know, do they feel bad enough that they just want to go ahead and release a title now? Um, you know, sometime soon, or are they going to wait all the way till June again? Um, Despite us potentially knowing what the title is. I don't know. Maybe we're all off. Like I said, this is not anything like the title is actually going to be. Who knows? But um, I I wouldn't be surprised if they said like in the next week or, or two, like, hey, guys, here's our pr- our press release. Here's what we're thinking. This is a title, you know? Yeah, especially if we're close to it. Because, I mean, they really got to catch their tails in that case because like you said there was articles written that said confirmed and then people were making posters and even though they said not confirmed but people were taking the posters and reposting them in communities and such saying confirmed title and i'm like no <laughs> they gotta mm-hmm. put out that fire it's really spreading so if it's if it's new era i mean i wouldn't doubt honestly them announcing it relatively soon like maybe before june just to catch it before it really so they get the credit like the the baby yoda merchandise thing because you know like <laughs> disney um what took so long to put out merchandise and people were selling it on etsy and people were buying from etsy before so disney kind of went back and like, yeah. was like wait so i i kind of feel like they're gonna might play that game if it is new era so maybe i mean but then we also also have to think about battle at big rock you know we got that reveal last february i believe and uh they didn't say anything about it until what september <laughs> or like august or something so that's true but that was like on toys and stuff so it was like a different different thing yeah it was it was leaked out there initially and then it was on the toys but no confirmation as to what it was going to be or anything like that so i don't know what they have planned i i'm i'm perfectly content with sitting back and letting it happen and uh, not getting too heated about the the full conversation, but uh, it's it's a it's a hot topic right now, so I'm glad to talk about it. But um, yeah, yeah, exciting. Let's move on to uh, our next one, which is a voicemail uh, from Austin. Let me bring up our voicemails here. Here it is. Hey, what's up, Austin? Hey, Brad and Jen. This is Austin, better known as uh, Jurassic Austin on Twitter. Um, we'll have a statement then a question for you guys. Just wanted to talk about the um, scenario from the last mailbag of December when Claire would be sitting in the uh, Tyrannosaur paddock. I just want to talk about how I wish... Oh, well, I just messed it up there. My bad. <laughs> Let me go back. <laughs> ...mailbag of December when Claire would be sitting in the uh, Tyrannosaur paddock. 
I just want to talk about how I wish that was real. Like, the mm-hmm. more I thought about it, oh, I was like, wow, yeah. why isn't this real? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, thanks. Uh, have a good show. Bye. Oh, I'm so glad that sparked people to think about it because that I know we talked so much about that and that was such an important thing for me and then you got on the train and oh I'm so excited that people are thinking about it and like talking about that yeah I uh I, I barely remember bits of it so so mm-hmm. enlighten me just a little bit and and some of the listeners who, who forget maybe um I guess it was based on a a fanfic that okay. somebody wrote, a beautiful fanfic of like, um, because you know what we saw in Jurassic World, Claire was like all hate dinosaurs and all that, but then what we saw in Evolution of Claire was completely different. So I guess mm-hmm. the the fic was more about um late night, like Claire would oh, go yeah. and just kind of sit in like the the dark tyrannosaur um like log and just kind of chill and do her work or just relax and just like that was her sanctuary place that like she never really told anybody about so like by the end when we had that payoff with the t-rex that was like her her old um place like her old she trusted that dinosaur enough even though there's no reason for her to really trust it she had that whole background of it and then also with the respect of knowing that's the original from the original park and there's a whole lot of uh, background on that so to have that idea that throughout her years at the park that was kind of like her sanctuary place yeah. and then to know where we got to Jurassic World and with the idea of what was in Evolution of Claire it ties that beautiful thread together of the book and the movie and the finale and the backstory just beautifully and that yeah. I just thought it's a great fic I wish I could remember the name of it I wish I could remember the name of the writer oh. I can't do any of that at the moment I should eventually get that and maybe put it in the next podcast because yeah. it's a great read it puts you in a nice place and I know some people fanfic like oh, I don't want to read fanfic it's but this one is really 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 like a beautiful just one shot is a beautiful story and it just puts you there like you can hear like the crickets and stuff like it's just a nice 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 um nice read it's not long at all but it really puts in perspective um it it really puts you in the in the fills in the blanks of what you needed to link her character all the way through i think yeah that's right i remember that uh completely now that's yeah that's like kind of a missed opportunity it feels like and the fact that like it would tie together that movie really well and just like her with her releasing the T-Rex at the end, it would just be like a nice emotional arc for her and the Rex. Like, ah, that would be, that would have been great. Yeah. And it would make sense with the book. It would make sense because the big disconnect is she was one way in the book and she was one way in Jurassic World. And then she was another way in Fallen Kingdom. And it's like, well, where are we? You can't just jump like that. But if we had that moment and that, in canon you can really thread it through like yeah she became this big hardened corporate person but yet she had her time with the t-rex she had her dinosaur she had her time with the environment and the respect of the original t-rex because she i'm sure she knows where it came from she knows that that what that t-rex symbolizes and to have that whole line thread through I mean, without anyone, no one even has to know. Like, none of the employees, no one has just that nice, calming thread. 
oh, that would just add so much. That would add so many layers to her character. It would answer so many questions, and it would connect all three, the book and both movies, like, flawlessly. Oh, yeah. Well, would you be interested in, like, them doing that now and somehow tying things together, like her relationship with the Rex? Um, you know, if they had a flashback moment of her doing that back in the day and then flashing in her mind to opening that door with the T-Rex and then... Uh, you know, any other sightings she may have had. But, like, that would be interesting to, to kind of get, like, a flashback moment of that still. I think it would still be pretty good. And it would help tie these moments together for you and retroactively make things work a little bit better. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it anytime. It's a little late. I think we <laughs> talked about in Fallen Kingdom when she was looking at the um, Triceratops. Uh, was it? Yeah, the, the little Triceratops. And they were in, like, the jail and that. I think we even briefly said that should have been a flashback to like the Rex instead of just looking at the um mm. the little dinosaur. Like I think that I think we mentioned briefly like if they were going to backtrack that would have been a place to put it or even mention it and have her tell Owen that not even a flashback just her tell him, you know, back when I worked at the park I used to I used to go to the tour like just something just like a little throwaway thing instead of the sure. um Instead, because she had that was that I was what that was the flea circus moment, I guess. Of oh, Fallen Kingdom it wasn't very long, but that's I think where it could have went. But if they want to mm. throw that in again somewhere, I'll gladly take it because I want that to be canon so bad. Now, so wasn't wasn't that the like there was like a nice tie in there though to the evolution of Claire because wasn't the first dinosaur that she saw yeah. saw the trike in that moment. So yeah, yeah. I, I do really like that, like, because that sparked her 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 conversation at that point. Like, do you remember the first time you saw a dinosaur? And 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 then like in our minds, we're thinking back to that moment because we know that moment now. Not everybody, not the general audience, probably has no clue. But uh, the people who've read that book, we kind of have that tie, and I like stuff like that. So I think stuff does work retroactively. I think it, it definitely could help. Um, and it would make when you go back and watch Jurassic World, it would make you think differently and and accept things more. I think, but um, um, I, you know, I really think she needed that connect, like a T Rex connection, though, to really mm. bring Jurassic World home and really connect it to the book and really put that hum like that humanity level that would make sense because it book because you know fallen kingdom in the book bookends jurassic world and as epic and amazing and perfect as jurassic world is in my eyes um having that thread connecting them and that that heart in there oh my goodness and and to not even just know like not to know it in jurassic world like we said in fallen kingdom or if they bring it up in the next movie just to kind of hear that happened and you're like oh man so that like changes your whole perspective on the whole thing so yeah the the trike was a nice nice touch connecting back to the book but i we still i still feel like if we had that thread to go all the way through it would just be like a beautiful connection of everything i want that still yeah so and, and next next month i if anyone is like if anyone's still following this this two month <laughs> thing i will have the author and the um the title of the fic, if anyone wants to read that. Yes, yes, yes. I'll have that on the next mailbag. I like that. I, I would definitely check that out. Um, it makes me think of uh, this conversation I had on a live stream the other day. We were we were live streaming, and 
Tom was on the live stream, and my my buddy Ryan from the Forcecast, uh, another fellow podcaster, was on the on the live stream, and he brought up the idea of <clears throat> what if uh, this movie kind of did what a lot of movies today are doing, and and tying the past into what is happening now in the in the series, whether it's Star Wars or uh, the Avengers movies or something like that. Um, is there anything like a, a revelation that could be like that could come up now when you're watching these movies and be like, oh, wow, I didn't know that that was the revelation. Like, so, for instance, if there was like a flashback moment like that, um, that had something to do with the future that we just weren't really that we didn't know was a connection until now. Would you be open to that? And do you have any ideas as to like what kind of connection that would be? Like, I think like the Claire thing could be a interesting connection. It's not really a big like revelatory kind of thing, but it would be interesting to see. But I think there's, there's certainly routes you could go that you could uncover something that we didn't know about the past that really makes sense now in the future to help us solve the big issue. Oh, I would really like something like that, but I can't think. Do you have any ideas of what that would be? Because I, I love stuff like that. I'll take it, but I don't yeah. know of any of what I. Well, I what, think. What would you do? I think he had mentioned. Um, I'm probably getting this wrong, but he had mentioned something like, uh, "We go back and we see a flashback of like John Hammond, the younger John Hammond, that has some sort of uh, manuscript about how to." Or like what his intentions or plans were with these dinosaurs or maybe he had like um, a plan for some sort of dinosaur or a new creation or something like that. And then we have to go back from present day and uncover what that thing was to help us here in the future. Um, that could be pretty interesting if there was something along those lines. And and uh, one one that I kind of thought of once he said that was like, we we have a flashback um, using de-aging technology that like a lot of stuff is using these days. Marvel especially um, is we get a de-aging of B.D. Wong with Dr. Henry Wu and we see him from the first movie and we have ties to what's going on now in these movies here. Um, I think that could be really cool, something cool to, to touch on the past um, and show that maybe, you know, he was this kind of – more so evil genius or not necessarily a good guy, but not a, not a bad, it's hard to say with that guy. I mean, you know, he's not necessarily a bad guy, but he's also not a good guy with the stuff that he's done and created. So I think if there was a flashback moment that kind of revealed something, it would be nice to have, you know, Dr. Wu have some sort of importance to the past that makes sense in the future. See, I appreciate that kind of thing. Cause it, it takes a lot of creativity, I think to kind of go back and really to have it click in a way that everyone's like, oh, that's amazing, or that's genius, or that this is great. It takes a lot of creativity to weave something like that through. So if they could pull that off, I mean, I love stuff like that. And I would love it to be connected, especially with bringing back um, the original. I mean, I, I would enjoy that. I hope they would go that route. All right, so hear me out. Hear me out. This I'm just coming up with this, this idea right here and now. All right, so... This movie is – we've got a, a ton of people in this movie, right? Um, let me actually bring up this because I, w- I was listening to a podcast, um, B.D. Wong. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of the podcast at the moment. But B.D. Wong was on this podcast uh, and he, he talked about Jurassic World 3 for just a quick minute. So you know, definitely confirming that he's in it and stuff like that. He said um, 
Colin is really going to give Dr. Wu a good send-off. Um, he mentioned that he doesn't know what that specifically means, whether it's a death, a triumph, a comeuppance, uh, or just being right about things. And he also said Colin is fond of the character and where he has put the character in this story. Um, so maybe this is like, you know, with all these other characters, maybe this is more of a, a, a Dr. Wu story. You know, maybe he's more of a part of this story or something like that. And I could see this movie starting out with that kind of flashback. And, you know, Dr. Wu, we see him back in 1993 on the island during the storm, the hurricanes happening, uh, pretty much most of the events have happened. It's still nighttime. But he has to escape this island, too, because maybe he didn't get off on the boat or something like that, the initial one. And he has to go – or, I, yeah, I don't know how that works. But maybe he gets another gas-powered Jeep and he goes out the same route that Dennis Nedry went and he comes across the the uh, the the death scene there and he grabs the, the Barbasol can and he goes and gets on the boat. And he – you realize that he is um, – uh, an agent of Biosyn as well, like like uh, Dennis Nedry was. He was also a backup to that plan or something like that. Um, and then we flash forward to today where he is now working with Dodgson and the people at Biosyn to uh, kind of backstab everybody else that just tried to use utilize his <laughs> abilities with InGen and whether it was Mills or Mizrani or whoever else. Now he's working with Biosyn and – Maybe things don't go the way you think or the way he's going to think and things get a little too dicey for him. And this mo- this story might be more about his redemption uh, at the end of things. I think that could be pretty interesting. I'm all for that. I'm all for anything like that. The flashbacks, the backstory, the connection, the something in the past affecting now. I'm all on that. I am all at I feel like it's fan service and I'm here for fan service. Yeah. So yes, yes, for sure. yes, yes. It's, it's total fan service. And I think that is like, if you talk about fan service, what is one thing that people really want to see? Everybody would say that the Barbasol can, you know, and obviously it, it doesn't really work with us today. Like we, it, you know, the, the coolant chamber in there would have expired and, you know, yeah, maybe there's still DNA in there, but <clears throat> what they had, those, those, you know, samples were not viable per se. Um, but I think, you know, if you were to do a fan service moment and tie things to today, it would be pretty cool to see him try to escape the island and come across that can, hand it over to Biosyn, but maybe Biosyn fails over time and it doesn't work, obviously, because then Jurassic World becomes a big thing. But Biosyn is secretly working in the background still all these years. And, uh, you know, they recruit Henry Wu again. He's part of the team. But, uh, yeah, I could see him, like, trying to maybe collapse their system after he real reveals something or realizes something about them. It, it could be pretty interesting as far as uh, story goes. And maybe he he dies in a redemptive moment where he, you know, helps save something and, and uh, it kind of redeems the character after all this bad stuff that has happened. I mean, he could be part of a huge twist and, like, a whole you have no idea what was going on over here kind of thing, which is – pretty cool to think about so Mm -hmm. you never know yeah and i think um we've talked we've probably talked about it and i've probably talked about it elsewhere but like 
at this point, it feels like this has to be his last movie. You know, I think we yeah. talked about it last month. You know, somebody called in or wrote in about uh, Dr. Wu's death. And uh, yeah, that's probably where we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. I think that that's the end of him, too. It's just a matter of does he go out as a good guy or a bad guy or misunderstood guy or who knows? That's just the factor there. Yeah. But All right. He, let's move done, on. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be done, and we're done. Let's move on here to uh, the next voicemail. This is from Rowan. Hey, Brad. Hey, Jen. This is hey. Rowan. Hey, uh, Brad, I heard you talking about on one of your the last Twitter question podcast, I think it was, talking about um, like a prequel idea um, about uh, how you'd like to maybe see if, if you saw a prequel be something along the lines of pre-Jurassic World going back to uh, – Isla Nubar, looking at all the old Jurassic Park ruins, um, and I was thinking that I really like that idea. My question for you guys is if you had a choice between a prequel, a side story, or another sequel, looking ahead here after Jurassic World 3, um, what would you rather see? Because I think, you know, it seems like the Universal doesn't give us any indication that they're going to stop, so I think we possibly could see more movies in the future. Um, I really like your prequel idea. I've had idea of similar ideas. I'd, I'd really like to see more of the old original park just for fan service selfish reasons. But uh, <laughs> I just think it would be awesome or maybe possibly like a prequel Hammond story. Um, but, yeah, and I'd like to hear your ideas of any sort of prequel or side story or sequel or which one you'd like to see more. Uh, anyway, thanks, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I gotta start writing these ideas down because I have no idea. Like, I'm I've really got to write down this Doctor Wu one because I like. I don't know why I gotta write it down. It's recorded, but like, for for memory's sake. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good question at least. Um, as far as what do we want to see next? We've always talked about what are these options? Like, what are what are our stories? What are our ideas? But if you put those aside and just say like. Which one do you want more next, uh, a prequel, uh, a sequel, or just a side story? Um, I think that's a good question. Do you have a a preference as to what you'd like to see next? Well, I know it's it's hard to say another sequel until we know what happens in this film. But I know a popular thing with us, and I guess the community, is the old park stuff. And the Mm -hmm. in-between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and how they built Jurassic World world from Jurassic Park and and so forth and I think even whenever we were talking about the lava stuff back in Fallen Kingdom days we were like we hope to see old parts of Jurassic Park and then even now we're like we hope to see old parts of um like the (laughs) innovation center and everything from from Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom so a big thing for us I think is the pattern of we want to see the ruins of the old stuff and it's not even like super old. It's just Jurassic World's old at this point, even. And that would excite us enough. So I definitely think that's a popular one, at least between you and I and I guess the community. Um, and I, I know we've talked about Hammond prequels as well. So that's something I, I think I would enjoy. So anything that goes to the to the ruins of the old park, and so you can see more of it because there's so many parts, I guess, of Jurassic World and Jurassic Park even that we haven't seen. And I think if that's a way to get us to see it and understand more of it, I I think that's a win. Give us more ruins. 
That's yeah, it. Just so much. <laughs> you know, even even go far back as like young man John Hammond, he 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 charts a boat out to this undiscovered island. It turns out to be Isla Nublar. And he goes – he's like a young adventuring man. He goes out there strapping and he he decides one day I'm going to buy this place. And he uncovers ruins from some old <laughs> uh, you know, community that used to live there, like actual physical ruins. And he's like, this is the place. This is where I'm going to build my park. You know, and I – and <laughs> yes, yes. And another thought popped into my head. I, I believe we've we discussed how the huge – huge missed opportunity was to have the fallen kingdom bunker opposed to the old um control room that's the words like the old control room they could have she could have done her handprint there and and had the big try to boot up the big screens and and do anything like that just to revisit the old offices or the old control control room was a huge miss because this bunker we have no attachment to it's it's just there whatever fine yeah. but to been able to go through the park to the office areas and all of that and to the old control room that that just seems like a no-brainer i don't know and that and it just doesn't make sense to go to a bunker <laughs> that no one really cares about or knows of look we just want to relive our our past and our memories we don't want to let it go so yeah, Basically. keep making those things that we want to see of the past. Like that's all. You know, that's all we've yeah. talked about today so far. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> it's a theme. it is. It's a theme. And I think as far as what I would like to see, hmm. Um Yeah, cuz honestly, I feel like pre- I feel like prequel would be the least um there there's probably the least potential for that to happen. In Universal's eyes, um, I think a side story would be easy. Like that would be an, a natural progression. Obviously, mm-hmm. a sequel would be probably the most natural progression. But you know, despite the prequel being the least popular choice, maybe from Universal side of things, I think that would be my favorite choice. And you know, as you just said, kind of as well. Like um, I wouldn't be opposed to a side story as well. I think I think you need to start expanding this and do what Fast and Furious did, and you know, do the spinoff, the Hobbs and Shaw, and and uh, get us out there with a, a new spinoff uh, featuring or not featuring characters that we know. I think that would be great either way. Um, but maybe if it is, if this movie is titled New Era, um, it gives us the possibility to have those kinds of movies and and do those things. If we got a movie with the characters from Battle at Big Rock, I would be totally on board. If we got a movie with uh, Mamudo Athi and Dewanda Wise, I would be totally on board. Um, or even just uh, what do you call it, Franklin and Zia? Like I don't I don't know if that would happen, <laughs> but I would love to see that. Even side stories would be great. So I think. I think that has good potential as well, but um, I would personally like to see a prequel without even characters that we know, just kind of setting the stage. And I think honestly that uh, rediscovering the park after Jurassic Park fell and trying to get everything started, of course, is is a natural progression, I think, for us to uh, to see. Yeah, I mean, now you got two parks. You got the ruins of Jurassic Park and the ruins of Jurassic World, so... You got everything. And then the ruins of Fallen Kingdom. I mean, you might have like lava stuff everywhere. So it's exciting. I would like that. I would like, yeah, I would uh-huh. love to see them return to that um, and talk about that regrowth and everything. And and honestly, if this, uh, 
like it's hard to say it. I don't think they'll ever go back there or I don't think they'll ever touch on it, you know, because there's there's threads left open, I think, on that island and things that need to be kind of talked about. And and sure, you know, um, you know, the the viral marketing team could be the ones to kind of say a team went out there to Nublar and nothing was alive. No signs of life anywhere. And then I guess that would be our explanation that things are dead there for good. But um, I, I hope that's not the route. I hope we at least get some sort of official confirmation from the film or something like that that says everything's dead. Because I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I don't no. know how I got on that tangent, but whatever. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But I agree with you. I don't think there's just no way unless someone came and got stuff and took it off. There's still things alive on the island, I think. Oh, for sure. There there has to be. And and if, mm-hmm. if it's a new era and, and there's a bunch of rebirth and regrowth, I think that would be uh, a great place to start and show us, you know? Uh, but yeah, all right. So let's – what was that? Did we – yeah, I guess we answered that question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a while back. All right. Let's talk uh, to J.P. Carnotaurus. Dude, what's going on? Hey, Brad. Hey. I just want to tell you something cool that I actually wanted to join a community member of Jurassic Park when I grow up. I am the J.P. Carnotaurus dude. You know, I follow your Instagram, you, Brad, and, and Jurassic Park podcast. My favorite Jurassic Park toy will be the Demon Carnotaurus, too. Ooh. And I, I'm from the Inland Empire called Corona. Whoa. So, just want to let you know. Whoa. I don't know. That sounds like a cool place. Wow. This is cool. Like these are all just, just hey guys. Like just want to let you know this. Like no real question. Just yeah, <laughs> very chill. Just everybody just catching up with each other. Just you know wanting wanting to be a part. And I think that's awesome. That's that's mm-hmm. definitely the environment that I uh, hoped to create here. And uh, you know he said, uh, I think he said something like when he gets older or something, he wants to join the community and definitely like be a part of it, a big part of it. Um, and start whenever you can, uh, because it's a great community. There's a lot of cool people out here. I think mm-hmm. we're harmless for the most part. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anybody calls in like that, that's awesome. I can't, I can't wait to hear more. Um, next up here, let's listen to one. Uh, I don't know. Who's this one from? Um, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Is this Brad juiced? Ugh. Well, I think there's only one. Oh, Jost? Hey, Brad. <laughs> Uh, and Jen, I haven't had a chance to listen, but I see all this stuff about Jurassic World New Era or A New Era. Uh, did Colin actually say that? That's what I want to know. I'm sure you talked about this already, but I just want to know because I, I hear people saying he said it, but then I went through his tweets and he didn't. I didn't see him say it. I just saw him say that somebody guessed it. So my my hope is it's still Attack of the Clones, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath. But is it? Did he say a new era? And do you think that's the best name he could have went with? And uh, I have I should ask another question, but anyways, uh, I just want to know new era. It doesn't give away as much as Fallen Kingdom did, uh, so hopefully they don't spoil the whole movie in the trailers like they did last time. Anyways, Mr. Juice, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I hope you guys uh, uh, enjoy the title, whatever it is. And just uh, did somebody confirm it? I don't know. I want to know. Thanks. Bye. Huh? Oh, oh 
man. I hope he calls back every every month. <laughs> that was my buddy Ryan. There he is right there. Um Love and, it. and Ryan, I think Ryan went through the, the the same thing that Tom went through last time. What what's up with that? Tom had you you remember um the whole uproar last month, right? Uh about Tom's voicemail. Did you did you catch any wind of all that? No. What what was all that? No. So so last month we had a nice voicemail from Tom. I remember uh, his nice voicemail, yeah. Yeah, and for some odd reason it was very high pitched. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I remember playing it and being like is there something wrong with this one or is it just me? It's probably late and my ears probably don't hear things well. But Tom sounds very high pitched right now. What's happening? Um, and I just brushed it off. But yeah, lo and behold, uh, that was not how it sounded apparently when he sent it in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to see if I even have it still. I don't know. But um, yeah, that, that kind of sounded the same there, Ryan. So I don't know, you know, if you had some helium beforehand or not, or or you just had too many like Red Bulls or something. But uh I like I like your enthusiasm, man. I I really do. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and basically, we could just copy and paste our entire first question discussion there for new era. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for new era. Um, yeah, no no confirmation there, dude. Nothing nothing going on there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What else did he say? Did he say anything else? Um, just basically that that he's. That Colin is he was looking for Colin's con- confirmation because that's what everyone's saying and I I and if we like it or not I can't seem to find Tom's voicemail. Um, let's see here. Oh, you know what? While we're while we're doing the next one, I'll try to download it and see if I can play the correct version. But uh, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, and, yeah. So check check him out again. He is on the Forcecast uh every week um and sometimes he calls into us and he called into our uh live stream on over on YouTube uh just this last Friday so uh go check that out but um Brad Juiced here let's uh let's announce the uh the I've heard it all guys it's yeah it's not the first time I've been called that um let's let's hear from Dakota what's going on Dakota Hey Brad and Jen uh name's Dakota long time listener not first time caller uh, the question I want to ask you guys is kind of a double one, is we have a lot of babies, obviously, in the pseudoceratops, and hopefully this makes it into the nice mailbag, if not, it's fine, is we have babies in the pseudoceratops, but what other babies would you guys like to see in the Jurassic franchise? And then also, what would you like, well, what babies would you like to see turn into toys? Because we need new baby dino toys. I'm, I can't do that anyone. Come on. Thanks, everyone, <laughs> and thank you both for the mailbag. It's such a cool thing. Peace. Oh. Well, that's an honestly a really easy one because I think I can't remember if it's you we talked about this or I talked about it on uh, is it James and Steve's podcast? Is that no, uh, uh, maybe you you were on Steve's uh, Stephen uh, Ray Morris's podcast, right? Um, him and the one that does the quiz, the pop quiz. Oh, pop quiz! Yeah, you did. did you do the pop? I don't even remember. Yeah, sorry, James. I did, sorry, Steve. I did it back <laughs> when I worked in the bathroom. I remember doing it. When uh, I <laughs> so it was one of those. One of those. Wait, when you anyway. worked? When you worked in the bathroom? That's that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I worked, comma, did the podcast in the bathroom at work? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that um, 
I, I don't know if I discussed it with you or or on there, but I remember talking about like the baby ankylosaurus. I I is my ideal, like a, like a little turtle, like a little turtle sized. It would just be so cute. So that's mine. Okay. Um. I yeah. I like how current this is because we should probably preface this by like this is relating to that that uh that video that Colin posted right you saw that one didn't you oh yeah today that yeah was so thing. um that's that's really cool like that that animatronic baby nasudoceratops pretty clearly it, it's a nasudoceratops baby and and um you know with baby yoda on the rise and <laughs> it's like let's include a baby in this thing obviously um but yeah i don't know um what, what what kind of baby thing is that? What the question was? What kind of baby thing? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to what find these of... audio cues, and I I didn't pay attention to, uh, as I normally do. But uh, what kind of baby would I like to see? Yes. Um. Oh yeah, I don't know. A T-Rex would be great. Um. We've seen I the raptors. It, what, what? Can you just like imagine a little little baby like ankylosaurus like just yeah. like. Like waddling around, and that would be great. Oh, <laughs> like the size of a of a turtle. Like it would just be so cute. <laughs> oh, that would be so cute. Um, I, I I honestly like. Oh, oh man, I really love like the baby Brachiosaurus. I think that would be great. Um, mm-hmm. but we kind of got like, uh, what was that in 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 Jurassic World? Was that an Apatosaurus? Yeah. Um, that like neck hug thing that was super cute um i don't know i i think oh i think t-rex might be a good one i I really think t-rex might be my pick i don't know between that or brachiosaurus it's basically just baby everything baby anything yeah honestly like Show me Ian Malcolm as a baby or <laughs> Dr. Grant Sorry. as a baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's your flashbacks. That's that is the flashback. Uh let me hold on. Let me check this out real quick. I want to see if this is Oh, no, that's not it. Um uh, maybe it's this one? Nope, but not that one. Uh oh, no. What's this? Nope, that's not it. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to find his his mailbag thing uh Tom's, but I can't find it. Sorry, Tom. Um, I was going to replay it for you, but, uh, no can do anyway. Ooh, I thought we were done, but as we were recording, I got another one. So I'm going to add that to the list here. This is a, uh, a voicemail from our buddy, Steven. He, I think he, um, oh yeah. He tried to send it in earlier, but forgot the link to the uh the or forgot the attachment so now we have the attachment here let's go ahead and listen to steven's voicemail hello brad and jen this is uh steven at jurassic steven on twitter whatever um that's me Uh, i wanted to call in but i had nothing interesting to say oh Uh, but i do have a question i guess if you had the choice of seeing a jurassic park jurassic world uh short film set in any era about any event in the Jurassic franchise, what would it be and why? And uh, before you answer, I wanted to just do something because I had nothing else interesting to do or say, so I wanted to do this, and I hope you enjoy. Oh gosh, what's it gonna be? Oh, piano.
upset that I messed up the end, but I've tried recording this <laughs> enough times that I'm not going to go back and re-record that. So this Aww. is what you get. I uh, hope you enjoyed, uh, and I will interact with you guys in some way, shape, or form later. Bye. It was a lovely <laughs> one. I'm glad that made it. That was, yeah, honestly, that was great, because when we started, it wasn't there, and then he, he sent it in, and I'm like, oh, that's um, awesome, I can include that. And that's that fantastic. Who that's cares if, one to, if he to messed up? On. What was his question? Um, if we could choose one short oh, yeah. film to be made in any era, what would it be? Well, I mean, this is kind of like an interesting mailbag because it's another one where everything builds off of each other. Yeah. Um, we kind of just said it about the ruins, I think. Like any any ruins we could find, we'll take. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Go that 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 John Hammond uncovering the ancient ruins that are on leftover on Izanuba. <laughs> Definitely do that one. Um No, I, I'm gonna go back to Dakota's uh voicemail with the the babies and and talk about like I would love to see a short film about the creation of of the T-Rex. I think that would be fantastic. You know, I and maybe this is something that Dr. Wu is involved in, and maybe we get like that tie. Maybe you get a de-aged Dr. Wu again. Um, but I think that would be a really nice tie-in and something that could only be, you know, only has to be like eight minutes long or, or even shorter. It could be five minutes or something. Um, but just seeing that process and you see them starting from scratch, trying to put the whatever. I don't know how they make these things. Molecules, DNA, something. They they have the technology there. They're, they're unsuccessful several times. And then, boom, you find that you see that like spark on on like Dr. Wu's face or whatever scientist is working on it. And just seeing, you know, something come to life in front of you and seeing, uh, you know, kind of it being clumsy as it's first born or whatever. Um, and then seeing it introduced to its paddock. I think that could be nice. And it it has no you know, huge payoff for any, anything like that. It's just a, a cute little story about the, the start of something big that we have come to love in this franchise. I think that could be really cool. Yeah, that is, that is a really good idea. Cause the T-Rex is very like an institution in the um, entire franchise. And we don't know, I guess how long it's going to, if it's going to survive this next movie or not. And so it's, it's a really, soft thing for people to think about and it's a soft spot for them so to have even just a little short like that just like on the history and how the t-rex came about yeah that's that's a nice little heartwarming thing then you get your cute little t-rex that you wanted just in the last question yeah yeah exactly tying tying the night uh them together nicely and i think um like i said i i wouldn't need that kind of short film to be like too overbearing or too heavy or too, you know, canon focused or anything like that. I just want like a nice, sweet story about the creation of this thing. And and that's it. And I think that would be really cool because, uh, you know, we've always wanted to see like where these things came from. And, and I think that would be pretty cool. You know, when we all love that moment in, in Jurassic Park, when the dinosaur hatches, or like I said, in Jurassic World, when the, uh, Bryce's son, right, hugs the the apatosaurus yeah. neck, like stuff like that. We love these cute little moments, and and that baby Nasutoceratops. We're all going crazy over that uh, that animatronic right now. So, I, yeah, I would like to see that origin of that story there. And um, let's see, do you have any other ideas? 
Um, no, I guess, I mean, that is a good one because it's not only just a cute dinosaur, but you, you have like, you know what that dinosaur grows up to be. Then you, you know what happens afterwards. So like those kinds of stories are cool. Like ones that I guess just what we've been saying, like the, the ruins thing and John Hammond just stumbling across an Island with even older ruins are just kind of like a <laughs> thing that yeah. you, you see and you, you know what it's going to turn into. And it's just nice to be there at the origin of it. So anything like that, for sure. You know, I got um, a good one. So when I picked my title, uh, my suggested title, uh, Wild Earth, uh, it just has this vibe of like a documentary. It just sounds like, you know, wild planet or wild. It sounds like something like that. So I feel like that would be a good opportunity. And we've all asked for this time and time again to see like, a nature documentary for these dinosaurs to see, you know, just how they live and stuff like that. And I think in this case, that would be pretty cool is like some documentary of what the dinosaurs have been doing this past three years or two, however long, you know, like on the mainland, it would be cool if there was a documentary team that was, uh, you know, brave enough to kind of go out there mm-hmm. and, and focus on these creatures and what they've been doing on the mainland. And, and, and that would be really cool. And it, it, honestly, just like 10 minutes or something, uh, you get some nice, like, honestly, get Richard Attenborough's brother, you know, uh, David. He does a lot of these nature documentaries and he does the voiceover for them. So have him. That's a nice little Easter egg. Have him come out and do a voiceover for what these dinosaurs are up to. In their spare time, like what are they eating? Uh, what kind of fights are they getting into? What are the you know what kind of trouble are they getting into? Um, and just how do they sleep? How do they you know do natural things? How do they care for each other? Um, I think that could be really cool to see. And it's not you know it's not something I feel like would ever be focused on in a full feature length film or anything like that. Um, so I think that would be a good opportunity to utilize the short film uh, idea and just you know show the dinosaurs as they live naturally here in the States. That would be really cool. No, you know what? That would be an, that's an epically genius idea because especially in that story, I mean, with what's transpired here in in the years, I guess time will move with us like always. And I mean, of course that makes perfect sense because we do have nature like documentaries like that. So in that zone, in that realm, in that franchise um, world, I guess the inner world that, is going on with this movie of course they would make a nature documentary on dinosaurs oh for sure that's that's such like that's genius of course and so it like you said doesn't have to be a full length time but like 10 minutes or so of just of what it would be like if they made a documentary like that and then they can even reference it as like a a thing that came out like disney you know Mm -hmm. they um they just made that new earth film for epcot in the um in the land pavilion yeah, awesome where, where Lion King used to be, they put in that new earth film. And I mean, that's just something we do. And why wouldn't that be something that they do? So that, that brings perfect sense actually. Yeah. And what I think is like, it's a good way to progress the, the narrative without creating a new narrative. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, the, the motion comics that recently came out, did you watch all of those? Um, I've only seen a little bit of it, not much okay. at all. Yeah, that's fine. That is gr- better than than maybe watching them. Um, but um, right here, 
Yeah, so so what that tried to do was set up a new narrative of, you know, this family and and these events that are happening around. So it gave you a new story. Um not a great story, but it it tried to give you a new story and didn't really try hard enough in a way, so it kind of just this lackluster thing. So I think in instead of giving us new stories and trying to expand with new stories, just give us continue the narrative. Mm-hmm. Without without a new story, you know what I mean. So, like I said, with that that um the nature documentary, it's not about like let's introduce new characters and and this family that has this thing to do and and all this other stuff that's going on. It's literally just a guy saying, "And over there, you see the T Rex as it sleeps." You know, like it's something calming. Genius. And it's like literally, it's not. It's just progressing the overall narrative that these dinosaurs are alive and out in the open. It's not saying like. My name's Dave, and I got a I got a good story for you guys. Like honestly, the um, uh, Jurassic World revealed that came out on Alexa. Uh, sorry, I just set off everybody's device. But um, you know that that was all about a narrative of a podcaster going out to the island and tr- you know traversing that and coming across all this, these problems. So it's again, it's creating a new narrative instead of just continuing the narrative. Um, and I think the documentary short film would be a great way to do that. Honestly, I think the, the, the story of the creation of the baby T-Rex would be a great way to start that because it's not like you're like, you don't really have to introduce new people or introduce anything. Honestly, there doesn't need to be any dialogue really outside of like, did it work? Yes, it worked. Okay, cool. Is, you know, are you doing your task? (laughs) Yes. Okay. You know, like simple stuff like that. It doesn't need to really start a new conversation. So that, that's what I mean is, Forward like, narrative th- without creating a new narrative. I think the word you're looking for is organic, like to organically explain what's just what's going on, like naturally and realistically, and and in that time and in that moment and in those people, like what. Um. It's, yeah. Instead of just the crazy narrative story and all this, so this is some guy going off doing his thing, or whatever. Just like how would how would you react if you have a new species in the wild? Just to, bring in the Attenborough and have him do his documentary on it. And I mean, that's, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And it, it is a very organic way to explain and show what's happened without it being a crazy um, adventure story, just an, a natural, of course they would do that. I mean, of course they would watch um, these dinosaurs in the wild, just like they do the lions and the whales and all that stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, and I think it could be interesting to see, like, you know, even something without a ton of chaos. You know, it's not about the chaos. Yeah, <laughs> um, just eating some leaves, just walking around. and Yeah, and, you know, of course there could be that moment where the documentary team is, is spotted or, or you know, stuff like that. But, um, you know, or maybe they witnessed some, some big encounter. Like, maybe they witnessed battle at big rock as it was happening or something say that i was just gonna say like what if they were around there and like kind of got it at a different angle and then kind of left but you knew what that was yeah it's kind of like this thing that they they when they try to film these things they try not to interfere with the circumstances that are happening Mm -hmm. um you know some documentaries go pretty hardcore with that and like document a, a a community or something that is you know kind of unaware of it of this all or or they you know it's an animal documentary where it's just like you know we're not going to inter- intervene with a lion eating a 
uh, a gazelle or something like that. You know, like we're not going to stop that from happening. Mm -hmm. It's the natural progression of things. But like in the circumstance that like dinosaurs are going to attack humans, what does the documentary team do in that circumstance? It's it's an interesting thought process at least. But that's not necessarily what I want to see from that. I kind of want to see just the natural progression of things. Yeah. I actually haven't thought about that until you mentioned it. And I, I'm really liking that idea. It makes Look, sense. It makes complete sense. And it's a, an organic way to do it. I, I love it. We're doing all the work here, Universal. I mean, honestly, why are we not on your team right now? That's kind of crazy because we just came up with so many ideas for you today. So, I mean, and this is just one mailbag. Like, you know, throughout all of our mailbags, how many ideas – we've had sparked by the community really and their questions but seriously um, yeah just quite, how many like things, lovely how many simple different approaches people yeah. have given us and we've ranted on and and <laughs> built off of each other and like come on we've had so many like ridiculous amount of new ideas yeah and that's honestly why i do get frustrated when i see either nothing happening or you know stuff like the uh the motion comics like it, it just why are there not these better grander stories being told when this property makes them a lot of money and it's a very you know strong property one of their best if not the best um and why are these things not I mean- happening I get it, not wanting to like go through the whole process, hiring writers, hiring people, thinking like we're doing the hard work here. We're collecting the data, collecting the questions, answering them, brainstorming. Just listen to the mailbags and uh-huh, pay us. Uh-huh. Basically. On the fly. We didn't listen to these ahead of time. We didn't know what these guys were gonna ask. Sometimes I didn't even pay attention and I had to ask you what did they say? <laughs> I so... mean we never know. We never know what's coming in a mailbag. So <laughs> Yeah, so it's all on the fly, and I think um, I think we always come up with some good stuff. And it's it's kind of like um, who who was it that called in before? Was it it was Austin, I believe, that said, um, you know, that the whole Claire and the T Rex uh, mm-hmm. thing. Like it, it does kind of give you that sense where it's like, ah, oh, man, I wish that thing came true because I think I, I I'm. I try, I've always said I try not to do this, but we've really done it a lot recently where we come up with like these theories and ideas of things that could be great. Um, and it, it does it, – it can hurt your outlook a little bit just because some of these ideas are really uh, – some of these ideas are really cool and really fun. Like Dr. Wu being a, a bigger part of the story from the beginning or or the documentary thing or – you know, I would love to see these things, but they'll probably never ever happen. Um, but um, – yeah, hopefully here's to them listening and and uh, putting in a little effort as far as all these other stories and the bigger universe is concerned. Yeah, I mean, we, we do our part. We try, but, you know, they're the, they're, the, they're the folks that make it happen. So at least we have an outlet to discuss ideas. And I think we come up with, like, some great ideas. Sometimes oh, – yeah. We come up with a lot of crap and nonsense, but in that crap and nonsense are some really good ideas <laughs> over the years, I think. Yeah, it's like, well, they just said some weird stuff. I'm turning it off. No, no, no. Stick around because there's going to be some good nuggets in there, I swear. Like, <laughs> they're there's going to be. They're scattered. They happen, though, <laughs> here and there. We might talk about shelves for 15 minutes, <laughs> but 
I got to so say important. there's some other good stories in there, you know? <laughs> Shells are just so important. Oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, if anybody from Universal is listening, they did not make it past us talking about February. So let's be honest. No, they shut it so, off right there. <laughs> I came to listen to a Jurassic podcast and instead mm-hmm. we're talking about months. So that's what that's. Uh, yeah. But see, that's we, we what throw these, these small off. bags are. Like, there's a lot of nonsense and rambling, but mm-hmm. you got to just stick with it because eventually we'll say something coherent. Uh-huh. Eventually it happens. Eventually we do come around to some good ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's like you said, it's all due to good questions and, and people yeah, asking these completely. questions and um and i love it i love them i love all these questions i love all these people it's so much fun um and i love doing this every single month and that's that's all we have for you this month guys like a nice quick paced easy mailbag for you you know yeah this was a, a quick and nice nice painless and nice lot of little discussion not to make questions but just some little things that set us off for hours and i mean that's what that's what we do here <laughs> Yeah, I think some of these things weren't even included in the mailbag. We just started talking about them, you know? It's so. true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll I, be like, hi, guys. It's been a sunny day. I just wanted to say hi. All right, bye. And then we'll go on hours about and end up with who knows where, like <laughs> Wu and his, his stuff. Yeah, there was definitely a point in time where I asked you some questions that were not related to any of these voicemails. And I don't know how we got there, but we did. And yeah, I remember, I don't even, I remember saying tonight, like, what was I even talking about? How did I get there? Like, so, yeah. you know, you got to stick with it, guys, because there's good stuff. It was one of the few mailbags where there were just nice comments and not really questions, just like a, a check-in, a couple check-ins, which is it's not – it's lovely when people just send little, hi, how's it going? This is my thought. Okay. Like, that was – that's nice. That's all that's, it really was for the most part. And then here we are going three hours later on something else, <laughs> and it's, it's just amazing how that happens. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, when every month when the mailbag comes around, I do say to everybody, you know, uh, reach out with your Jurassic questions or concerns or comments or just call to say hi. And I mean it. Like, honestly, I mean it. Call to say hi if that's all you want to do. If you have nothing to say about Jurassic, which I understand because, you know, sometimes nothing happens or sometimes there's really nothing to say. But if you guys want to call and just say, hey, guys, what's up? Just thought I'd check in. Say hi. Uh, How you doing? Have a good day. That's all. I enjoy those. I, yeah. I enjoy the little check-ins and, and the highs. I, I like those. They're sweet. It's nice yeah. that someone like spends time to just check in and be like, hey, guys, hope you're doing good. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like, it's you know, nice. It's nice to do that. Last month, Stephen called us while touching the Explorer at Islands of Adventure. Oh. So <laughs> I thought he was going to tease us again this week, but then all of a sudden a piano came out of nowhere and started playing. So that's well, that awesome. Wasn't that's another- fantastic. <laughs> Lovely gesture, though, because it it was nice. Everyone needs to hear that once in a while. Like, it's just something you should hear spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like, honestly, I, I know he, he called in with some good stuff before, but like, he's killing it, dude. Like, he's, he's got, he's, I didn't know these piano skills were so available. It's just, man, that was good. That was real good. That was good. And so I don't available. Care if you, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> the I, adjective I, you know? choice. <laughs> like, 
I don't know where you just pull these piano skills out of, but there they are. You know, they're, they're there. They're just available. They're just available at, at a moment's notice. It's like, hey, there's a piano. I'm going to play you this song. Here it is. And I don't care if, if you you say you messed up at the end. doesn't matter. sounded great anyway. You're just throwing your own little flair on there, you know? I don't. Yeah, the sound good to me. Yeah. You a nice place. I appreciated it. <laughs> So yeah, guys, um Jen, where can we uh where can we find you as we as we head out of here for um, for the month? If you're still interested in finding me, uh <laughs> you could go or can you go at Twitter, um Jennifer <laughs> underscore Lynn eighty nine, um the Bryce Dallas Howard Network at BDH Network. Uh we do the Jurassic Vault at Jurassic Vault. Uh I think just those three things is all I'm doing right now yes that's that's it that's all you're doing is those three things those little simple easy three things uh there so yeah follow along give give jen some support this month so make it happen guys thanks (laughs) yeah and you're like (laughs) give jen support in the shortest month of the year uh wait it is oh i thought you said it was long i'm confused now is it (laughs) well we get one extra day but uh that's true it is still very short yeah so thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this February mailbag. February. Uh, call in next February. month. Let us know how you say February. Or no, call in next. Call in, and I'll save them until next February. <laughs> and then we'll play them then because that makes the most sense. Oh, this um, is kind of bittersweet, though. It's the end of Febu- the February mm-hmm. mailbag. Like, we won't be able to say February until another year. That's right. You know, as soon as February ends, you're physically unable to even <laughs> pronounce it whatsoever. Sense nothing. Anymore. Yeah, nothing comes out of your mouth in the correct way. It doesn't like all, March is easy to say, you know, in that month, but not February. So, forget March, about it. March might actually be one of the easiest months to say. So, for the fact that yeah, it's sure. after February, I think that was on purpose. It's in, you know, when the guys that were, were creating the months of the year, they're like, well, let's start with January. That's, you know, it's not too, it's not too hard. It's a little, it's a little easy, but then we'll get to February and confuse everybody. But let's, let's chill out and we'll say March, April, May. That's, that's pretty good. It just gets easier. And then they kind of get a little more difficult in the September, October, November range. Yeah. August, like, I mean, that's a tough one. Let's be be August. I mean, honest. August. August. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh yes. <laughs> the pronunciations are very hard these days, you know. Life is very hard these days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're rambling too much now. We're gonna start talking about shelves soon. So thank you, Jen, oh, for boy. joining me this month, and uh, I'll right. see you in March. March. See you in March. March. <laughs> <laughs> Let's march on. Thank you so much for listening to the 219th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. I really appreciate the mailbag and and speaking with Jen each and every month. Honestly, we don't do it uh, often enough. And uh, I I love and cherish this time to conversate with her and, and, you know, come up with these amazing ideas. And together, I think we uh, make a really fun and good team when it comes to 
talking and analyzing all things Jurassic Park. So this segment just couldn't be any more fun. I love doing it each and every month. And I love that everybody out there is so enthusiastic about reaching out to us, just saying hi or calling to say they want to join the community or uh, or have some really, really great questions for us. You guys pull through each and every month. And I, I appreciate you all so, so much. This was a really, really fun one. We went off the rails a bit. We had some good times, some fun, and of course, I think we really analyzed like what this movie is going to be, Jurassic World 3, and of course the past, but I think, you know, as far as coming up with some ideas, man, I, I, I gotta say, we came up with some fun ones, and it's, it's to that point, like I said in the episode, where I, I, I don't want to be disappointed if these things don't happen, but man, those are some good ideas. I can't stop thinking about them. I, I'm sorry if I did that to you guys. I, I, hope I, I hope you can forget about these fun ideas and just be excited about what this movie is, what happens, because sometimes we just get a little too overburdened with our, with our own thoughts and ideas and thoughts on what filmmaking should be and what the story should be, how people should act, all that good stuff. Um, of course, you know, if we all had the reins, we would do things differently here or there, but just, just come along for the ride with us. Just have some fun. We're not taking it all too seriously. Have some fun with us. This full pre-production and production for Jurassic World 3. I'm ready to have a good time, and I hope you guys are too. So thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Saddle off. Let's get this movable feast underway. Please give us a follow on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod and myself at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.